All right. Um, good morning and welcome to O-Readers Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Craig F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today's date is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. Today we're going to be reading from the big book, and we're on page XX, which is in the forward to the second edition. Uh, and uh, we're doing the second paragraph that begins, Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. Today's readers are Julie P. for the Steps, Anita L. for the Traditions, Darlene H., Crystal R., and Lulu L. for the Text. The newcomer greeter is going to be uh, Betsy P., and the host in the second hour is Leah S. The reference numbers for yesterday's, Monday, uh, December, uh, let's see, that was the 11th, November 11th, or December 11th, I mean, share ID for the 7 a.m. meeting is 20,924, and the 10 a.m. meeting yesterday was 20,925, 20,925. OA's preamble, OA Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through, through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We're not self-supporting through our own contributions. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. Um, neither soliciting nor accepting outside contributions. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'm now going to ask Julie P. to read the 12 steps. Julie? Good morning. My name is Julie P. I am the real deal compulsive overeater in Minnesota living in the solutions today. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 
11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, and with that, I pass. Thank you. I'm now going to ask Anita L. to read the 12 traditions. Anita? Anita L., star one to unmute. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Go ahead. Twelve traditions. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, I was trying to talk. Uh, The twelve traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you so much, and with that, I pass. Have a great day. All right, thank you. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask you to keep your share to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There are 
uh, is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. The meeting, this meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute once you're done sharing. Let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted, uh, like right now. <laughs> Today we resume our study of the big book on page XX, the second paragraph, which begins, Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. I'm now going to ask Darlene H. to begin reading. Uh, Darlene? Good morning, everybody. This is Darlene H. recovered in Georgia. Excuse me. Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. Neither does AA take any particular medical point of view. Though we cooperate widely with the men of medicine as well as the men of religion. Okay. So every time I read this paragraph, my first thought is, thank God. (laughs) Thank God it's not a religious organization. Thank God it's not doctors. You know, because my prior experience with both of those uh, organizations would have shut me down immediately. Not because they're bad, by no means. They're not bad at all. For me, I just couldn't connect with my religion in any way. Um, (laughs) And on the medical side, there was nothing anybody could seem to do to help me. I mean, I did all the things, right? Went to the doctor, said, oh, woe is me. Uh, Can't lose weight. Give me some pills. Whatever. You know, even looked at one point having bariatric surgery, even knowing that that was not my solution. Knowing without a shadow of a doubt, but (laughs) seeking something. But I do have to say, you know, thank God for me, the I had a doctor who referred me to this program. Uh, he had a family member who had been in the program, and it worked for him. And so he was able to recommend that to me. Um, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful that the writers of this book recognize the fact that we all come from totally different backgrounds and beliefs and thought patterns that they gave us the opportunity to come up with our own conception of a power greater than ourselves. And that they recommend that we do, you know, pay attention to what religious folks have to say. Because some of it is really good, you know. For me, some of it is not. Um, I have a conception of a God, I call it God for short, that is ever-evolving and changing. Thank God I didn't have... I don't have doctors running my show because I may have altered my body in a way that I can't get back. But now I'm a healthy human being and I I am able to now go to a doctor and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Maybe you might want to share it with somebody else. I'm grateful for the forethought of these people who wrote this book, who had these experiences, and I'm grateful for the freedom to be me in this program. Thanks for letting me share. I pass. Okay. Thank you so much for getting this morning. Um, 
I'm going to uh, now take a list of names of people that would like to share. Uh, I want to remind you that if uh, you shared on any uh, uh, Vision for You meeting uh, yesterday or Friday, we'd ask you to hold back and let somebody else have a chance to share. Uh, so with that, um, uh, who would like to share on this paragraph? Cynthia C. from Florida. Alex E. from St. Louis, Missouri. Rick J. Rick J. Donna D. from Michigan. Kendall M. from New Jersey. Kenny P. from Tulsa. Vasa O. Okay. Right now I have Cynthia C, Alex B, Rick J, Donna P, Kendall M, um, Penny P, and Vasa O. Anybody else? Well, that that's a that's a good start. So uh, let's uh, let's get this going. Cynthia, you're up. Good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Cynthia C. from um, Ocala, Florida. Uh, very grateful, recovered, um, compulsive either. Uh, recovered but not cured and uh, working this program to the best of my ability a day at a time. I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, not a religious organization, which tells me that, um, you know, when I think of a religious organization, it's run by people. Um, so when there are people, things, you know, calamity happens, you know, and, but, you know, we often can lose sight of the message, you know, that the, the truer purpose. And that's why AA and 12-step programs, you know, do not advise that we have any, you know, it's, it's always recommended and encouraged that we have some sort of uh, spiritual tradition but it, we don't have to. I mean, many of us are atheists. Many of us are agnostic. We don't have to have anything. The, the word that I wanted to bring to light today, um, for me, that stood out for me particularly, was um, that we cooperate widely with the men of medicine as well as the men of religion, and um, men and women of medicine and religion. And that means that we, you know, we do collaborate with them. We cooperate. We um, it's not alternative, it's not either or, it's in addition to, so we incorporate this. Yes, you know, I have a food plan that is written by a nutritionist, so I cooperate with her. I also cooperate with my sponsor, you know, within the guidelines of my addictive food. So, you know, I'm cooperating. I'm not saying the sponsor's right and the, and the nutritionist is wrong, you know, I'm not saying my doctor is right and I'm wrong. Um, but most of the doctors, you know, I work in the health field and most of the the doctors that I work with do encourage whatever works for patients. Um, they, they are not widely versed and many of them, you know, they don't teach it in medical schools. They don't offer it as, you know, a number one. They, they automatically will go to medications. But I do know many who, after years of watching their patients, not be able to get help, you know, with with medical methods. Um, I was referred by a by a, a nun who was my spiritual director um, to 
12-step programs way back. So um, I do, I know that the practice where I've worked, um, we do keep OA literature and AA literature there. So, um, you know, hopefully that the message will continue to grow and we'll get more and more people supported. So thank you. With that, I pass. All right. Thank you very much. Next, we have Alex B. from St. Louis. Alex? Hi. Good morning. This is Alec B. from St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, I'm so grateful uh, to be on the line this morning as a uh, recovered compulsive overeater and restrictor. Thanks to to God. Thanks to this program. Thanks to this fellowship. Yeah, and I too am struck, right? This is not a religious organization. Um, and there's such a miracle in that. There's such a grace in that. I, I personally am a religious man. I have a religious, I mean, it says man of religion. That would describe me, and, and, I, and I love my tradition and, and, and the God that I know intimately through that tradition. And yet this program, in cooperating with this program and collaborating with this program, has both reinforced and deepened uh, my religious experience um, and uh, vice versa, where my religion has helped me in this program to deepen it. My, I was just mentioned my spiritual director, too, when I first shared with them about uh, my struggle with food. He, he acknowledged that he had been in AA for, for, for decades and invited me, right? So he's a, a priest, a spiritual director, who pointed me towards OA to, to help. Um, and, and so there is this mutuality that, that God is so big and is so uh, 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 involved that wants to help us in any way that we can, right? I mean, I was in such a desperate place of overeating and, and then restricting and starving myself and then overeating and that binge and restrict cycle that was just so painful and and that yes i i was trying to pray and, and have my tradition and it was helpful but until this program showed me what what real deeper surrender looks like i wasn't able to tap into that right what what do we have in the book is that promise that we have this certainty a certainty that the creator has entered into our hearts and to, and can do for us what we could not do for ourselves and and that is a, a message that is profoundly true in my own religious tradition, right? That context of surrender and trust and transformation and conversion and in and, and a deep intimacy with this creator who loves me, that's all true. But it was through the context of this program and this book that I was able to experience it because that God who created me, who knows you by name, who loves me, also cares about what I eat and cares about my compulsion and wants me to be free so as to love others. So yes, this organization, uh, uh, this community, this fellowship is not a religious organization, right? There is no hierarchy. There are no rules. There are no particular uh, uh, things mandated. But the suggestions are so conducive to a spiritual life because it is a spiritual program that is inviting us into this intimacy with, with our higher power who wants to save us and heal us and know us and love us. And, and that's in my experience that, yes, I have my own religious tradition that this program helps me in, and in the same way my religion helps me in this program, and, and that God is big enough for both. Um, and that God, in, in this room, God becomes anonymous too, right? That God, God lowers himself into our space, doesn't take on a particular religious name because he wants to be wherever we are. And uh, I think that's amazing that God becomes anonymous too, so as to meet us wherever we are in our journey, whether that's faith or no faith, because where we are as sufferers 
as people who are struggling with compulsive overeating or restriction or whatever, you answer for yes. And so with that, I pass. Thank you, Alec B. from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. All right. Thanks, Alex. Next up, we have Rick J. Rick. Hey, good morning, Craig. Thanks for your service. My name is Rick J. I am a recovered uh, compulsive overeater in North Carolina and certainly not cured. Yeah, the, um, the reason I'm here um, is is because this is not a religious organization. And, you know, I certainly appreciate that, uh, you know, we, although we uh, were not religious or medical, you know, we cooperate widely. And, and that just tells me that we can still be open-minded but still hold on to our own truth. Um, and what we need, it is about spiritual freedom. It, that's really everything that I've experienced. It's all about spiritual freedom. And, uh, you know, we we go through a 12-step process of spiritual actions that we take that lead us to a connection with a power greater than ourselves, whatever that looks like. And and for me, that's the ultimate freedom, this spiritual freedom that, you know, I need to connect with a power greater than myself if I want to recover. If I don't, I don't have to do this stuff. But, you know, it reminds me on page 45 that, uh, you know, this this book, you know, we if we have a lack of power, and that's our dilemma, where are we going to find it? You know, how? Uh, how are we going to find it? And that's what the, the book was about, you know. Its main object is to enable us to find a power greater than ourselves, which will solve our problem. And it's leading us to spiritual transformation. And we all take the same step. We go through the same actions, but it looks different. The details of it are different for all of us in the context of our own lives. We still come to a place of a connection with something greater than ourselves. Anybody that's worked step two has come to believe in a power greater than ourselves. Fill in that blank. What is it? Well, that's up to you. But if it's a power greater than yourself and it works for you, then that's where we begin. And then we can turn our will and our lives over to that power, whatever that is, in step three. We make a decision to do that, and then we continue to work the steps that lead us to the spiritual transformation, which is the ultimate message that they're trying to share with us, to pass it on to us. And in that freedom, we can amplify whatever belief we have that works for us. And for those of us who are religious, I am not, but um, I can still be in a church and have a spiritual experience. I That's my little joke. But I grew up in a very different environment. You know, for um, from love and spiritual connection, it was a different kind of environment, and it didn't work for me. But the thing is, is like I know what worked for me, and I can still be open-minded and embrace somebody else's belief, like my my wife at church. You know, and and I can still hear it works for me because now I've been given a message that works for me. Thanks for that. I pass. All right. Thanks, Rick. Next up, we have Donna P. Donna? And Donna will be followed by Kendall and Penny, then Vasa. Donna? Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Good. Okay, my name is 
Anna D. and I'm from Whitmore Lake, Michigan. And um, to me, this paragraph is just uh, a big open door, open, open, open door. You know, it's not religious. There's no, there's no closing the door on anybody's um, values or ideation, or, or not. If your inner wisdom's your higher power, great. Whatever it is. And I and I love that 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 it just is opening the door to all, and opening my mind to everybody's values. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, pretty briefly, is in the cooperation with the men of medicine. The one big point of cooperation that I want to embrace and never forget is the very beginning, the very basic value that I have an allergy of the body and an obsession of the mind, an allergy of the body that says if I put the substance in my body, it's going to trigger an allergy and the obsession of the mind that says, go ahead, you can do that. It won't hurt you. So that's the initial medical people, whatever, and men of medicine. Anyways, that's all I got. Thanks, Donna from Michigan. All right. Thank you, Donna. Next, we have uh, uh, Kendall M., followed by Penny P., then Vasa. Kendall? Hello. Can I be heard? Yes. Hi, my name is Kendall. I'm a recovering compulsive overeater in New Jersey. Uh, thank you, everyone, for doing service. Thanks for this meeting. Um, I, too, uh, as many have shared, I am is not a religious organization. Uh, while I am a person that is religious, uh, and actually my process in taking the 12 steps is a journey back to a higher power that's similar to the one of my understanding as a kid. But um, I'm really grateful that religion and things like theology, I, I really associate with uh, in the text here with self-knowledge availing me nothing, uh, religion and theology and lots of those things in my life were things that I would think or say about a higher power, but uh, this is a program of action and a program and a spiritual program, and I believe that spirituality are the things that I, uh, the things that I do that show what I believe about my higher power to restore me to sanity in terms of taking the steps. Um, also, the intersection between medicine, of my, as someone mentioned before, uh, the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind, I associate with the uh, allergy of the body, uh, going to so many doctors and them knowing that I was, you know, overeating and binge eating and all of that stuff, but the obsession of the mind, you know, dealing with the issues of humanity in religious spaces, but the spiritual program is based on the, on the things that I do to be relieved of compulsive overeating, and that was to surrender to a power greater than myself. So it started out as this program, and uh, it eventually became who I believe to be my creator. And I'm grateful that uh, I can live in that intersection, in that truth, and uh, live free of, the compul of compulsive overeating one day at a time for over two years. And uh, I'm also grateful that... Um, since they don't take particular points of view, everyone's entitled to the dignity of choice of how 
they approach working this program, finding sponsors that connect to their higher powers, and so on and so forth. So I'm just really grateful that uh, I'm really grateful for the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm very grateful for Overeaters Anonymous, and I'm grateful for all of you on this call. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Kendall. Next, we have Penny P., my friend Penny from Tulsa. Penny, you're up. Hi, I'm Penny P. I'm Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, everybody, for your wonderful shares. Some of them I understand. Some of them I have to really think about to grasp what is said. The things that I've heard in the program that make sense to me, one of them is we used to say seeing is believing. Now we say believing is seeing. That's one of the things that I think about. And the more I hear you people talk, helps me to believe when I see the miracles in the program, it helps me to believe more and and trust my higher power. And therefore, it works. The more I trust, the more it works. Even if I have to hit my knees several times. It's, it used to be easier to hit my knees, but now it takes a pillow and all this but I'm very glad that I have the big book right here and I have the other book I'm a believer that it takes respect of the people that don't believe like I believe I never want to step on anybody's toes that don't believe as I believe because it really turns people off. It turned me off when I first got abstinent and sober. Turned me off when people mentioned words that I was brought up with in church. And it just made me just cringe. And so I understand. I, I really love this reading and Thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Craig, and everybody that's doing service and everybody that's here. Okay, Penny, thank you. Next up, we have Vasa. Oh, and then get ready because we're going to take another list of names. Vasa, you're up. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Craig, for your service. And I'm Vasa. Oh, we covered compulsive week. I'm calling from, I'm from Florida. So I love this paragraph. Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. And I love to hear it was more of a spiritual program than a religious because um, as growing up, we were supposed to stay with our religion and that was it, you know. I'm so grateful that the first meeting I went was uh, in, a, in a hospital, I believe. And I think if somebody brought me to the church, I probably would have run out. I would have probably thought they're trying to suck me in their religion or something like that. But anyways, uh, I've learned so much. I've grown so much in this program. I, and then, you know, of course, we started going, started going to meetings in the basements of the church, you know. 
and then hospitals, and now there's meetings uh, at the churches here too in Florida. I'm so grateful they allow us to have the 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 meetings over there. You know, there's three different kind of different meetings over there. But anyways, <clears throat> what I heard, uh, I I had the gift of desperation at that time. And I remember my sponsor said, the only way we're going to recover with this addiction is if we, we find a power greater than ourselves. And I, I, I like that part, you know. I, but I remember saying, well, how could I find a power greater than myself? I've been doing this for 25 years with doctors and giving me all kinds of diets and weight watches and everything, and nothing worked, you know. Well, she said, God is much more powerful than you, Vasa, you know. And I said, I will, I will do whatever it takes. I'm willing and I'm open to do whatever it takes. And I was ready and willing to surrender to a power greater than myself because I didn't want to die. You know, I was beginning to develop physical problems. I was only 42 years old when I came in this program. High blood pressure, my, you know, um, this, this disease, which I didn't even know they called it a disease. I didn't know it was eating disorder. I didn't know... I didn't know there was a name for it. I finally, I found the name when I came to OA. The doctor's opinion, I mean, to me, it was like revelation. I had the allergy of the body. Who ever thought, you know, about that? I never did. I tried to put those uh, alcoholic foods down, which I didn't even know. The sugar was drug, but I couldn't. <clears throat> it's not like I didn't try over and over Excuse me. But anyways, I thought I needed to touch, to see, to touch, to believe, you know. And no, I needed to see how God was giving the power, the strength to get from one meal to the next. It is by the grace of God has gotten me from days to weeks and months and, and years and years. I never thought I would ever be able to put the food down. And this is what I do. My sponsor said, you know, we put the food down, we clean house, and we pass it on to others. And that's what I do. Give the information. If people want to take it, fine. If they don't, they don't. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. All right. Thanks, Vasa. All right. Next, we're going to take another list of names. So who would like to share on this paragraph? We're on page XX, the second paragraph. It's starts the Hawks in the... Jackie D. Oh. Krista in Georgia. Carmela G. Jennifer H. David M. Who's that? Irving. Ruben H. David David M. Ruben. Oh, Ruben. Ruben. I got you, Ruben. Dave. Ruben. Got you, Ruben. Jody got E. You, Jody. Jody E. Nancy C. All right. Nancy C. Rita S. All right. Rita S. All right. Well, let's call it. Let's call that good right now. I don't know if we we'll have time. Uh, we got Linda D, uh, Jackie, uh, Crystal, or Krista, uh, Carmela, David, Ruben, Jody, or Judy, Jody, and Nancy, and Reva S. So, uh, Linda D, let's get going. 
Good morning, everybody. My name is Linda D. I'm in central Connecticut, and I'm overwhelmed by the gorgeousness of this meeting. It's just amazing. Uh, I'm recovered, but I'm not cured. So I came here to save my life. And um, I'm so excited, I don't even know where to begin. How does it happen that I, uh, I was just in the kitchen and I was sick as a dog from low blood sugar and uh, was guided right through how to handle myself, get back in here and get on the meeting. And I really didn't think I'd, I'd have the opportunity, the health to share. Well, I do, and I want to because the force that has made my life possible, the force that created me and lives inside of me and inside of all of you is uh, dazzling and amazing and uh, very practical. It's um, the other day I had a um, anniversary and um, I didn't feel very well because this blood, low blood sugar thing accumulating and I didn't know what to do and I was guided out of it. The anniversary was uh, 10 years of recovered and I, I was just speechless. I, I so grateful. I, 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 there aren't words for it, but my point is this, the next day, which was yesterday, Monday, was day one of year 11. You know, I got a long way to go and a lot I don't know. And then I get on this meeting and I hear people of all different levels of understanding and I know what they're talking about. Uh, one of the people said um, that uh, God loved them and knew them by name. And I just almost gasped because that person has a particular religion. It's not mine, but I actually was told that by my higher power that God knew me by name and loved me. I, I, it's just a miraculous program and I better have it um, in my back pocket or be in God's back pocket because this is a treacherous it's not dangerous. It's a treacherous disease. I don't know if it's the worst one on the planet, but it must be one of them. And I'm going to die with it, not from it. One day at a time with all of you, because you are part of the package. You are my family or my tribe, whichever I, way I say it. I love you and I thank you for the recovery that I have. I thank God, first of all, and then I thank you. I can't do it alone. Who would want to? Wow, it's scary. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Next we have, uh, was it uh, Jackie or Jack? Okay, I got Jack. It was Jack, Jackie D. from Foxborough, Massachusetts. Jackie D. Okay, go ahead, Jackie. Hi, everybody. I am Jackie. I am a compulsive overeater. Um, thank you so much for this meeting. And um, in response to the reading, you know, lots and lots of people find their path to God through religion. It just happens 
for me that I have found God through um, this spiritual program of AA and now OA. And, um, you know, it's nothing like the Catholic school that I went to growing up, nothing like that religion. Um, the, the difference is here, I get to choose my conception of a higher power. And um, that is what saves me and frees me. I am a little over 30 days um, coming back, and I am so free today. And I've been making a pact with myself that I'm going to talk on this meeting um, just to be part of the pack, part of the tribe, like the last speaker was talking about. Um, also, med the medical fraternity, I, um, I go to a million doctors. I feel like I have doctor's appointments all the time, but I take care of myself today. Um, you know, and I have problems, you know, I have other mental challenges that I have, like anxiety and stuff that I see a doctor for, and that doctor helps me, and, um, you know, but when it comes to, you know, the drink problem or the food problem, like, this is the place that I go for my medical help. <laughs> I have a food plan, and I have a God that keeps me away from the food. Not any person is going to be able to do that for me, and, you know, the, the people in the medical medical fraternity that I um, interact with, they say some of them understand the program, some of them don't, but they're like, same thing as the last speaker said, they just keep doing what you're doing, Jackie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it's working for you, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. So again, um, a little over 30 days, Jackie D from Foxborough, Massachusetts, and um, happy, happy day to everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie D. Next up, we have... Uh... Christy, uh, Christy, tell us where you're from. Good morning, everybody. My name's Krista with a K-F as in Frank, and I'm calling from Georgia. <clears throat> I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and grateful. Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization, and it doesn't take any particular medical point of view. Well, I came from a very churchy background. I carried my, what I call now my indoctrination with me. Throughout my adulthood, it was the only thing I knew and the only thing I believed. And then add to that that I became a medical professional by by trade for, for decades. And so telling me that this program wasn't religious and it wasn't medical, um, <clears throat> for some people that's very attractive. For me, it was very scary. And I was very closed-minded. All this higher power stuff was foreign to me. It felt like a, you know, a, a kumbaya mystical uh, group that that my mind said was not safe and it kept me away from 12-step recovery for a long time and um, I almost lost my life really because of it because what I needed was the ability to grab hold of the truths in my spiritual background and upbringing the truths for me and marry them with the truths in the 12 steps and as they're written in this book, and it took me a long time and a lot of pain to be able to do that. And what it makes me think is that every idea, attitude, and emotion that had been the guiding force of my entire life had to be cast aside in a completely new set of motives and conceptions dominated me. Well, that sucks. That's painful. That's like ripping off layer after layer of old ideas and safety nets and comfort zones and um, ineffective coping mechanisms. And so I had to be taken lovingly. The church told me for years, right and wrong, 
um, the people in 12-step recovery took my hand and showed me how to live it and taught me how to open my mind enough to allow my higher power, the same one from way back when, but to see that higher power loving and comforting and giving and combine that with the freeing truths in the 12 steps. And uh, and it hurts, and I hope that I continue to peel those layers back uh, for the rest of my life. It is painful, but now I know that when I'm going through something really difficult and painful, when I feel that resistance, I know it's an emotional rearrangement, and that emotional rearrangement sets that's vital to my permanent recovery, and I want that more than anything else. Thanks for your service. Thanks for letting me share. Well, thank you. Uh, next up, we have Carmela G, and Carmela will be followed by David and Ruben. So, Carmela? Good morning, Craig, and thank you so much. Thank you, everyone on the line. I'm Carmela G, gratefully recovered for today through my higher power that I call God, and I am from New York. This reading brought me back to um, looking at the book when I first entered 11 years ago into this program, and someone on this line spoke about the appendices in the back of our book. And the men who wrote this book were so wise because there is specifically an appendix on the religious aspect, the medical view. It's all spelled out in a whole appendix. And the reality is, when I read the religious um, aspect, the statement that I got out of it, the, the person writing it clearly stated, this program will enhance whatever your belief is. So the miracle of this program is, whatever our foundation it allows our brain to be free, our hearts to be open if we are truly desirous of recovery. Whatever that power is that we call our higher power, you see, because my amends, my first amends when I was doing my inventory had to be to God because the reality was I thought I was God. I also was in the medical profession, and when my sponsor told me to go to a nutritionist, I thought I was a nutritionist. I was a doctor. I was God. I was whoever. I could do it all. But this program enhanced, and these men knew how. All we have to do is be desperate and willing, willing and when I read that appendix on the religious aspect, I said something to my brother who also went to religious school with me. And I said, hey, Joe, did you know? And he said, oh, Carmela, we learned that in first grade. You see, but I was And I never got it until I came into program and I was clear and besides dropping 175 pounds at the ripe old age of 68, 
I was allowed to have a relationship with a power greater than myself that I call God, that it goes beyond the beyond, because I never had a true relationship the way I do through this program, working it daily. I pass, and thank you so much. All right, Carmela, thank you. And next we have David, David, M, then Ruben, then Jody, but we're running real tight on time, so um, if we can make them short, that'd thanks, be great. Craig. David? Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, Craig. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, um, I uh, I knew religion since I grew up, uh, and um, I honestly, honestly, I didn't get, you know, I was close to God, but I got this this program um, and this this uh, issue, this addiction, it got me closer to God, um, and um, helps me. It's it, you know it really um, helps me depend on Him every day, every day, every hour. Like God, please help me give me strength and I eat out in the food, especially at work when I go to work. Um, you know, those things in the break rooms and like just free things where people will bring in things you know, just for, you know, just parties or whatever. How you doing? Sorry. So, um, yeah, so I, I didn't, sorry, not work. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't, yeah, it really, really got me closer to God, this program. And really not like to like really like to trust in God, and um, to have trust in every day to get me through it. And uh, anyway, with that, I pass. Thanks. Okay, David. Thank you so much. Uh, next, we have Ruben, followed by Jody, and then maybe Nancy. Uh, Ruben, you're up. Thanks, Greg, for your service. Thanks, everybody, for being here. My name is Ruben um, H. from Israel, recovering uh, compulsive overeater. Um, this really addresses uh, this paragraph. Um, it allowed me, and I think it allows um, others, um, to um, hone in on a specific issue which my religion um, didn't, didn't, at least to me, didn't have uh, a way of putting it in a very personal way what my condition is. Uh, I have a condition called compulsive overeating, um, and it manifests itself physically uh, and spiritually um, and mentally. And um, the way that it's... Nothing can be shared for me um, in the same way. Like a lecture is a good thing, but a lecture is not something that really gets into me the way hearing someone say, this was my experience. Um, And if you have an experience like this, this is what worked for me. That language, um, um, and just hearing the language of, the way it's put in the big book about um, uh, self-centeredness is my problem. 
um, and that I'm putting things in my mouth that my body has an allergic reaction to. This language is not, was not used in the way that I grew up. Um, so although I um, became over uh, years, um, I'm not sure I like the word religious per se, but observant, um, uh, I could not address my spirituality or God in the way the Big Book allows me to do it because I'm not, I wasn't alerted to my condition preventing me and blocking me from having a relationship with God. Um, and as I'm going through these steps, I'm really experiencing the psychic change of being able to, to really identify and being less defensive uh, about how I'm being blocked from God. And the result has been um, that I can see where uh, my religious teachings um, from my religion um, are um, just taking on a more central role in my life um, because it is really getting through the block that blocks me from God. Um, so thank you for letting me share. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Ruben. Next we have Jody, E, Nancy, and Reva if we have time, but we're running down to a couple of minutes. So uh, go ahead, Jody. Jody E. Start one to unmute. Yes. Thank you, Craig. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Jody E. Recovered in California. And very grateful to be on this 7 a.m. call today. I'm usually on the 10 a.m. these days. And it's great to hear everybody. And it's great to hear the recovery on this meeting. I just have to say it's it's truly a lifesaver, this meeting, and I'm so grateful for it. So Alcoholics Anonymous is not a religious organization. Neither does it take any particular medical point of view. And we say the same for Overeaters Anonymous. We are not a religious organization, nor do we take any particular medical point of view. But boy, do we ever have a solution for compulsive overeating in this program and in this book. And isn't it amazing that we can transfer the information in this book of Alcoholics Anonymous to Overeaters Anonymous simply by, by taking the doctor's opinion and the rest of the book literally and finding entire abstinence and working the steps as they are outlined in this book to be worked. Hallelujah, you know, and it works. It really truly works. And when we can get abstinent and stay abstinent and work these 12 steps, we find a spiritual way of life that men of religion and medicine don't always find. Many religions um, have periods of abstinence and fasting and um, in their year, but I don't know of any of them, maybe one or two, that um, encourage abstinence throughout the year. 
And I need entire abstinence every day, not just during religious holidays or periods of fasting. So thank you, God. And I loved what I heard about God speaking to someone and saying, I know you by name. And isn't that true for all of us? God knows us by name. He knows that we are compulsive overeaters. He knows what we need. And we are so blessed to live in this time when the solution has been given. But with a book, with meetings. Ah, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you for your service. Thank you, God. With that, I pass. Okay, thank you so much, uh, Jody. Uh, Nancy and Reva, we're going to have to uh, go ahead and call uh, the meeting off, and you're going to have to, if you'd like to share, we'd invite you to stick around and share in the second hour. Um, so uh, thanks to everybody who uh, who shared today. Um, the uh, share ID for today's date, I don't have. Um, maybe I have it here. I don't have it read it yet. The uh, nope, I haven't got. Uh, well, here the today's date is twenty thousand nine twenty seven. Today's share ID is twenty thousand nine twenty seven. Um, for uh, December twelfth. Uh, 2023. Uh, we're now going to close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will uh, Crystal P, Crystal R, please read uh, A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Crystal. Morning. This is Crystal R, Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Toronto, Canada. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you. All right. Uh, now, if everybody would, uh, that would, we're now going to close with the serenity prayer. So if everybody.